Hello and welcome back to The Pattern. Today I want to give you the two most important responsibilities that I think that you have as a support partner when your birthing partner goes into labor. The first thing that I think you're responsible for is being the manager of enthusiasm. So if you've been through nine months with a birthing partner or maybe you're somewhere in that process, something that you will have noticed is that enthusiasm about the whole thing kind of ebbs and flows, right? So there's a time when your partner finds out they're pregnant and they share it with you and enthusiasm is very high. And then, you know, as far as I understand it, being pregnant can be very uncomfortable. So there are times where being pregnant is a beautiful wonder and there's other times where it's just pretty annoying and uncomfortable. And in those moments during the pregnancy, you may have been focused on your own life and trying to do little things here and there. But when you're in the labor process, everything gets much more intense. And so, you know, my partner has been super excited about being pregnant and having kids for, you know, ever. But as we're walking into the hospital, I was like, hey, like, you know, you're ready, you know, trying to sort of like build that energy. And she was like, no, I'm not. So her enthusiasm in that moment when you're right at the threshold, you're right at the precipice, it had dropped a little bit. And so it was my job to sort of like build that back up to the best of my ability. And I think the same thing kind of happens throughout that day at the hospital where, you know, there might be excitement in the beginning or excitement at the end, but in the middle, everything goes way up and down. And I think that your job is to the best of your ability to kind of keep that enthusiasm up. The last thing you want to do is be in a situation where someone else is having to keep you enthusiastic about the day because it's not really about you. You're in a support role. So again, making sure that you're keeping up enthusiasm in whatever way you can, being affirming, being positive is a really critical part of your job during that day. And I know that this is not always easy advice to apply, but I think it's really important to remember too that as you're trying to keep enthusiasm up, you don't want to be kind of a a cheerleader who's not acknowledging what's going on. You don't want to be trying to lift spirits in a way that feels disconnected from the experience of your partner. You don't want your partner to feel like, hey, like, do you notice what I'm going through here? So I think that my recommendation for that is as you're providing the sort of enthusiasm and trying to keep that level up, that you're always acknowledging the thing that is sucking enthusiasm out of the moment. So that means that if your partner is like, you know, uh, I'm in pain right now. It's important for you to acknowledge that, like, I know you're in pain right now, but you were made to do this. Like, your body is ready. All this pain means is that it's almost time and you're ready. And I think that in a lot of literature for women about the birthing process, the folks who are, you know, speaking directly to women, they talk a lot about the fact that you were made to do this and you were built to have a baby and you were built to birth this baby. And so there's a chance and a high likelihood that your birthing partner has got a lot of that messaging already. So you're not sort of starting from scratch here, but you want to tap into what she's been hearing that like you're built for this. Maybe not in that exact language, but you know, a little more flowery. But the point is her body is ready to do this. Her mind is ready to do this and just keep reminding her of that because you can't really, you can't take the pain away. Like you can't make the uncomfortable parts you can't make the enthusiasm-sucking parts disappear, but you're sort of trying to build a narrative that this is what's supposed to be happening. All of this is what's supposed to be happening, and by doing that, I think you can help your partner to find a little bit of energy to like keep their spirits up when they feel like this is how it's supposed to be, 
I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing. And I think that can be really helpful. Another important concept during the birthing day is resistance. It's your job as someone who's in the situation, but kind of also on the outside to look for any resistance that you see for your birthing partner and try to remove that resistance. So it can be things as simple as keeping drinks close to your partner so they don't have to reach for it or they don't have to ask you for it. That makes it easier for them to sort of, you know, get drinks as much as they need it, right? If you have to step out or you're further away. Because sometimes even asking for things for a birthing partner can be a source of resistance. You know, it shouldn't be this way, but I think sometimes, you know, even in that birth process, your partner might feel like she's being a bother asking for you or asking for someone else or asking for things. So if you just keep things close, you're removing that resistance, right? To make sure that she gets a drink whenever she needs it. A second piece is there's a lot of decisions that need to get made, and sometimes there will be resistance to those decisions, either within your partner, like in herself, or sort of between you and your partner and the doctors. And so, you know, I think a lot of women go in with a birth plan, but if it's a first-time pregnancy, they have really no sense of how they're going to feel during the day, and there are moments where they come in with a plan and they probably you know, brought you into that plane and said, here's what we're going to do. So in that moment, they may be feeling like part of their plan is not consistent with what they want in the moment. So it's your job to help them feel okay with making a divergence from that plan. And I think it's perfectly reasonable to say, you know, based on how you're feeling now, I think it's totally all right for us to make a change in the plan that we made before. Just affirming that there's a change. And, you know, there'd be a situation where, you know, my partner um, was in labor and she wasn't sure about an epidural or not. And I think that a lot of the things that she was reading and watching online were suggesting that, you know, you shouldn't do it and it's not natural or whatever else, you know, people say on the Internet. But she was in really intense pain. And so she was trying to wait as long as possible to get the epidural. And I could see that there was some resistance building in her because she's like, I didn't want to do it. But now I think I need it. What should I do? And I think that you in your dialogue with their partner, you can sort of free your partner to like be more accepting of that decision. Now granted, it's not gonna go 100% smoothly all the time, but if you sort of remove that resistance, if you acknowledge, okay, I see what she wants to do, but I understand that's not what she wanted to do before. If you acknowledge that and help kind of break through that tension, that's a really important part of the resistance that you need to break as well. And then also, you know, particularly for new parents, there's a lot of people giving a lot of advice, even in the whole labor process, about what to do after, how to breastfeed, or this or that. And I found with my partner that, you know, because she wants to do a really good job, that every time everyone gave a bit of advice or a suggestion, she felt like it's something that she had to do immediately. And that was creating a lot of tension and resistance as well, because there were things that didn't feel right to her but she's trying to do what these professionals are suggesting. And I think that also in those moments, affirming and reminding her partner that her feelings are at the center of this whole process here. And if it doesn't make sense, then maybe it's not the right time to do it. Now, granted, that doesn't necessarily apply to sort of like medical emergencies, but there's a lot of sub emergencies and just a lot of decisions to make. And as you perceive those decisions being made or some tension or resistance, about making those decisions, you need to do whatever you can to help resolve that. 
And then also, there are times when you might be doing something that the doctor doesn't believe in. So, in my case, we did a placental encapsulation. And there's a little bit of research about that, but it's not super strong. So when we mentioned to the doctor that we would need the placenta afterwards, she was like, first let me tell you, I don't recommend that. There's not enough research about that, which is what you'd expect the doctor to say, which makes sense. And I think that in that moment, you know, my partner was feeling some like tension and resistance about whether we should do it or not. But in that situation, we've done our research and we know that, you know, uh, we found a trusted service to work with and we knew that it wasn't going to create any dangers well, we believe that it wasn't going to create any dangers for her. So in that case, you know, part of my role is to say, okay, the doctor doesn't agree with this. But of course they don't agree with this. They wouldn't because it doesn't have 40 years of research like a lot of other things. But it's our choice. We did the research. So we should trust in that process. And again, you acknowledge the thing that's creating friction or resistance or tension. And then you provide the evidence of why that's not going to be a problem and I think that granted all of this doesn't always help and I think that there's a lot of intense feelings in this process that you can't really resolve but you know to quote uh Kendall Roy the way that you behave on the day that your partner goes into labor will always be the way that you behaved and so if for the rest of time when you reflect on that day you can remind yourself that you were doing everything that you could to make it a better process for your partner. That's really all that you can do. And I think these two ideas that I mentioned today, resistance and enthusiasm, if you can make important moves in both of those spaces, you're going to improve the day for you and for your partner. Thanks for listening. I'm Jeremy, and this is The Pattern.